You're listening to the Don't Being Crazy Podcast. So, anyways, welcome back to the Done Being Crazy Podcast. Yeah, and today, Noah and I are going to talk about all the crazy jobs we had, you know? As semi-adults into adults. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. How do you want to? How do you want to go about? Dude, this we're story? just going. You do and say whatever you want. You just let the people know what all it right, is. All right, relax, relax. Um, yeah, my I think my first ever job was like a swim counselor for like the local summer program. So, like, I was teaching kids how to Would you swim. give them, like, false directions or, like, just funny directions, like Simon Says type of stuff? Yeah. It was kind of funny because me and my friend, we'd race or have the kids race each other for the whole uh, the whole summer or, or, like, the whole time swimming. So, we'd, like, make them do the different strokes, like breaststroke or, um, I don't know what else, butterfly and all that. And, like, we were like, man, I don't know if we should be just having these kids race each other. So we were just standing there, and, um, like, the lifeguard walked up to us, and she's like, hey. And we were like, hey, how are you? And she's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we are like, oh, we're just having the kids race. And she's like, oh, my God, that's such a good idea. And me and my buddy are like, yeah, that's right. We're not getting in trouble. And uh, another awesome ex- exercise that I had to do with the kids was – like, you'd have to, like, have them hold their breath and, like, go under the water. Because, like, some of them are, like, scared to go under the water. So, like, I'd be like, hey, go find me the rock, a rock under the water. And the biggest rock would win. And then all these kids would, like, splash around, dive down to the bottom of the the pond and, like, come out and pull out these rocks and stuff. So I'd, like, be looking at them be like, oh, whoever got this one won. And I'm like, all right, we're going to look for this this rock right here. So I, I just throw it in the water. I'm like, everyone go look for it. Then they just they dive around for like the whole time. And they're like, I can't find it. I'm like, it's all right. Let's, let's start over again. All right, everyone go dive down and find a different rock. And I just kept doing that. Until That's like the time funny. That's actually just like a great method of teaching. Because kids are just so like one track mind. Oh, my God. Back when life was simple. What about you? What was your, like, first job? Oh, man. Okay, so imagine this, right? I'm, like, one of maybe between, like, five and eight kids that are black that live in, like, the middle of nowhere up north in Maine. I I also was just, like, I don't know. I, I think I thought that I knew more than I did, which is so typical. So I was trying to, like, get jobs at, you know, like, all the fast food restaurants, like KFC, McDonald's. And, like, I just remember handing them, like, a blank, a blank, like, application. Like, it just had my name, who I was, but, like, nothing for, like, references or experience. And I kept wondering, why won't someone hire me? So, like, that's how dumb I was as a kid. As, like, a, you know, a 16-year-old kid, I was like, I don't get it. And then... 
you know, I, you know, told my parents, I was like, I can't find a job. No one wants to hire me. It's probably because I'm like black or something. And they would always laugh. And they're like, no, you're probably just being an egghead. So how about we will take you down to the local library and we'll pay you under the table to clean off the little children books and help the librarian. And I was like, okay, <laughs> 10 bucks is a good amount of money. So I would be like, in the in the library scrubbing off the like drool and crust from these little baby books and putting them back on the shelf yeah it was so awful and then got in trouble with the law at that time too so i ended up having to go back there and do volunteer work so i had to wipe the crust off and boogers off for free oh geez what do you do if you don't mind me asking i think um Oh, I think this was the big one. I think, yeah, this was my, my like, first real, like, bad, like, thing that I did. I actually had to go to court, and, like, it was not good. Um, and, and I have to say, if my parent didn't work in the law system, I definitely would have went to juvenile hall because it was just so crazy. So was that a, is that a story for another time or Well, all I'll say is that I was a wild teenager and I got caught sitting on a 30 rack in the back of someone's truck while driving and there were lots of other things with me and <laughs> that's yeah, I pretty much had like loads of marijuana, all of it in my pockets like, you know, and like every everybody except for the one person was like drinking, you know? And it was like Bro, if you're the one who is not drunk, why weren't you driving? They're like, oh no. <laughs> Dumb teenagers. I'm just alone for the ride. Exactly. So yeah. And then that's how I had to go back and, and volunteer for them. <laughs> that's so funny. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of what my like next big job was. Oh, I worked after that next summer, I think. I worked over at the recycling slash dump area in my town for the summer and that i remember that was a a lot more money or from what i was making and yeah that was pretty cool i was outside all just like directing people on where to dump their crap and like, like if someone brought some metal over i would be able to like help them unload it and like chuck it into the metal pile and oh wait so this was the job that you came to college with too, right? Like on the weekends and stuff, you'd go home? No, no, no. I had, I was going to say my town, but I had my, that one while in college, but I had this one when I was in high school during the summer. I, it was it's two different towns. Oh, okay. But doing the same thing. Yeah, it was pretty much the same thing. And yeah, that one, next big one, I used to work at a, another recycling center the next town over and I was making more money and that was between my first year of college and when I just got out of high school so yeah my first year of college so yeah me and Tamiya would hang out all the time and uh we'd cause some mayhem after I'd get out of work and come back down on the weekends dude yeah so like did you ever did you ever like experience or see any like real nasty shit while working at the town dump oh yeah dude we had to uh, fumigate the building because, you know, like people would bring in the old mattresses or stuff, and like one of them was covered in bed bugs. So they had to like come in and fumigate it and like, I don't know, just like make sure all the bugs were dead. And like I remember coming home after work, I'd feel so gross and I'd like strip down, 
outside and get hosed off and then go take a shower just to make sure I didn't have any bed oh bugs on me. Oh my god, the torture. It, it was gross. Then another another funny perk of the job was for people like come in and like they'd have to dump their old TVs off. You know the giant ones with the the rounded out uh, fronts of them, the heavy ass TVs. So like the person would come in and they'd be like, "Hey, how much is this TV to get rid of?" And I'd be like, "I check the list or the pricing." I'd be like, "Hey, it's like." 40 bucks and they're like holy shit i ain't paying that i'm gonna bring it home i'm gonna bury it in my fucking backyard i ain't fucking paying that shit i'm like okay dude i'm just telling you what the pricing is there's a fee to get rid of it because it has like poisonous gas and shit inside so it's like i'm just telling you the disposal fee and the dude was just going off on me He's like, that's fucking ridiculous i pay for this service i should be able to dump it off here if i need to I'm like you can but you just have to pay for the disposal fee and he just wasn't having it yeah them townies man they get wild for shit like that yeah i've been here since 1960 and you know how much a can of soda was five cents it's outrageous these days that it's three dollars and 25 cents for a freaking soda like bro it's called inflation get with the time like, come on. I know, where they say, we had to walk uphill both ways going to school. <laughs> oh, man, we didn't even have a car. Like, there were no cars around when we were, when we were kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you old ass. I don't give a fuck. Right? Oh, my God. That's wild. That reminds me, I've had a lot of jobs. A lot of, like, Noah, very few jobs compared to me. I've, like, had... An entire career and then another entire career um, and getting to that was was a lot of jobs uh, thankfully I never worked in fast food which I'm I'm like so yeah I'm so happy because I know I would be really fat if I did and I'm not good at that kind of thing I'm just awful at that yeah I think let's see after I cleaned off the dirty nasty baby books at the library I think my my next job was like late because I had I I went to college, got kicked out of my first college because I was also just crazy and you know I liked I liked to party so I just partied real hard and I got kicked out. So um, the next job I had I went back you know and took like a couple of gap years to clean clean my act up and I went back to like my hometown. And I shit you not, it was through one of those, um, like, staffing companies. And, um, and they always gave you these really terrible jobs where they work you, like, work you to death and give you terrible money. So they were like, all right, well, we have this one job you qualify for. You can go work in the old shoe factory in Lewiston and roll up trash bags and put them in a bag and zip tie them to sell them in the stores. And I was like, you want me to roll up trash bags to put them in another bag? to sell them at like Hannaford and Shop and Save because they were like the town, the special town bags for like throwing your trash away and stuff. Oh yeah, it was like nine fifty an hour. And here I am rolling the trash bags up for like six hours a day. And you know, like my hands are getting all stuck and crinkled because I'm like <laughs> using them the same way all day. During that time too, I was going to school for welding. So I was doing welding which is also incredibly physically demanding, and then going and rolling these trash bags up as well. 
because I was uh, I was in school, trade school for for welding. Did you uh, you like welding, or you just didn't want to do it anymore? Or what happened with that? Welding was my like first ever love. I like even to this day I miss it. Um, so I learned how to weld in high school through the the tech the tech area, and um, basically what happened to me is one, I'm awful at math. Like when I say awful, I mean awful. I can't do math like any of the math that's required to be a good welder. I, like I just can't do it. My brain does not think that way. Um, so that was like a huge, huge hurdle for me. And um, and also at that time, I I like never learned how to read a tape measure. I don't know why, but I just never learned. So they'd be like telling me do this three eighths this, and I'm like trying to figure it out. Like I don't know what this. I don't know what this means. So I was able to like get by for quite some time without having to like know any of the measurements I would just kind of fit everything within itself and like measure it that way um and then I had to have I had to have hip surgery and with welding it's one of those skills where if you don't use it you lose it so I went to have hip surgery and I didn't walk for a year and three months so not only did I not walk that long? And I had to relearn how to walk. If I had decided to go back to welding, I would have had to relearn how to weld again. And like, it just takes a long time. And you have to, you have to be incredibly consistent at welding to be really good at it. Yeah, welding or any of the trades really is kind of like, if you don't do it a lot, yeah, you're going to lose so, it. So, you know, and also welding is just so bad for your health. It's awful for your skin, for your lungs. It's just bad. And then, like, not to mention me being a woman and trying to work in a, a man's field was just, like, a lot of them just gave me shit all the time. And I always had to prove to them, which was just annoying because I'm like, dude, who cares? Like, you're literally an old dude who's an alcoholic. Like, nobody cares. Like, maybe when you were in high school, this was funny and this was cool, but now you're just pathetic. So go drink some more beer and go smoke your cigarette near the oxygen tank. Dude, don't give a fuck, dude. They'll just start smoking anywhere and next to explosives it's and all true. that. It's true, yeah. And then, like, um, but it was also, like, a really good time for me because I was, like, physically the strongest I've ever been. Um, I ended up working at a shipyard in Casco. So I'd make bridge parts. I actually ended up getting fired from that job because I was so bad at it. I just caught, I caught things on fire. I would like grind the welds down too much or like you had very specific parameters to make these bridge parts and I just didn't ever give a fuck and I just never did any of what they wanted me to do. Um, so the last day that I was with them, I was grinding the hell out of something because I got so pissed off that I caught the shop on fire. Like there were these boxes of cardboard and I just lit them up with sparks from the grinder and as I pick up all my stuff to get going the fire behind me keeps getting bigger and bigger and one of the guys finally like comes over and stomps it out and I'm just like hmm. I look back and I just keep walking it was Damn, funny what the fuck that's crazy that's the sparks caught something on fire yeah Is the sparks from the grinder because I was just like Wah! I was just laying it on for like I was like laying it on for like five minutes straight and just, I didn't put any plastics up. I didn't put anything up and just lit everything on fire. 
<laughs> that is something that you would do. You just like watching the world burn, you know. I was so mad, but um, I feel like if I had a different entry, like if I had been able to work for like Fisher Plow, I feel like I would have been fine because it was all like it's basically an assembly line, and you just weld, 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 and move it on, weld, weld, weld. But this was so detailed and. You had to be really great at math and had to have all these things and it just it just wasn't for my uh, my level at that I was at. I could do good welds, but if you were to be like, hey, you know, cut this, cut this, I'd be like, what? Um, so that yeah, that happened, and then yeah, I just ended up. Uh, I think I just ended up messing around for quite some time, and then I I just went back to college. And that's where we met each other. That uh, was it yeah. second college and. Your third, my first. My third. Um, yeah, so I went to college for plumbing. And at that time, while doing schooling for plumbing, sure, when Williams, the paint uh, seller. And that's what I was doing for a job to get some money during college. And that was a pretty fun job. I liked mixing the paints and talking to the customers and, like, figuring out what type of paint they want and, like, what vibe suits them and i'd have like a whole color fan of all the colors i'd be like oh i think this color suits you or like you know the different sheens of paint you got the the flat the the matte the satin the semi-gloss the gloss and all that the different how shiny they are yeah it was pretty it was a pretty fun job i uh i kind of quit on them like out of the blue because it's like right during COVID, we moved back home and I didn't want to commute to Portland to work. So I was like, hey, uh, I'm kind of scared of COVID right now. I don't know what's happening. So I won't be in for the rest of my shifts ever. So I quit. I'm sorry. The manager is kind of like pissed off at me that I didn't ever show back up. It wasn't this, not the greatest because I did like them now. I can't ever go back to them because I burned that bridge, but I just go to Ben Moore. Oh, suck it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's funny. So did you ever get to drive around in the little cars? Because they had like Sherwin-William cars and like stuff no, like that. That was for uh, specific people that worked in the warehouses. They would... uh drive the the vehicles around delivering the different paints to different stores ah, and gotcha. stuff that's cool though so now i know that you know all about paint so whenever i need some paint i can ask you about that's it. that's right and i do like talking about it and i do like looking at the popular colors or like the funky colors the funny names that they all have and all that yeah if you need paint tips let, hit that's me that's cool i remember i remember you working working at the paint store and you always wearing a shirt. Had my nice, my nice blue uh, polo on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. And I got my uh, little skinny uh, dress pants and my uh, dress shoes going. <laughs> yeah, through. with the Sherwin Williams on the back. Mm-hmm. And this was also when when Noah was not as confident as he is now. So he would also kind of have this this walk kind of like, don't look at me. Don't. I'm kind of shy. Like. He would always have his head kind of down and, you know, he's like tall, lanky dude. So they'd be like, okay. And he'd just be like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm done for the day. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm so glad I'm a little better. 
I'm a little more confident, you know. But I feel like all the jobs yeah. that you have do help you with uh, confidence and uh, figuring out how to become your like full potential of a person or like, figure out who you are you know mm -hmm. definitely i think yeah by the time by the time we got into college i just i ended up going crazy in college because i was like i had a friend well i went crazy mentally and then i also was like still crazy as hell but working i like i had like really bad anxiety in college to the point where like you know, I dropped a bunch of weight and stuff like that, but I would still work like a dog. And um, in college, I worked full time because I was I was so determined to come out of college debt free. And I somehow managed to do that. I don't I just like every cent. Yeah, like every cent I got, I saved it, even though like you know, I wanted to be like that cool kids, you know, buy all the new clothes, buying all the new iPhones and having new shoes and eating Starbucks every day. But I did none of that. Well, I, I shouldn't say I didn't do any of it. I did buy, I had nice clothes. I always saved money for nice clothes. Um, and then, yeah, so I worked, I think I worked at, I worked at Pier 1 Imports, which is now bankrupt i think it's only online yeah and then i worked at swarovski crystal and i also worked at the um our school had like a hotel little business thing so i also worked at the hotel so i had i was going to school full-time and i usually had anywhere between two and three jobs at a time at school and like and i was i think i graduated with a a 3.7 gpa damn okay i know i know that whole time of me knowing you you were not messing around you were on that grind freaking working all the time kicking ass in school and still partying it's like damn she has it all right now yeah it was it was insane, but it definitely came it definitely came with a price. And the price was my mental health. It just like it was absolute garbage and I was like exhausted all day every day. I was not happy, but I had piles of fucking money, just piles of it. I was like this is awesome. This is like so much money and but I was miserable. I would never I would never do that again unless I absolutely had to. It all started, it all started because I had a friend and he told me, he was like, um, he was like, you know, I wish I had saved money when I was in college because I didn't have to pay for food. I didn't have to pay for rent. I didn't have to pay for anything. And he's like, instead, I, I, I spent all of my money on partying and trying to like buy the, you know, like rent a really fancy, nice house to live in and have parties in. And he, you know, he told me that. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, he's so right. And then I just started doing all that stuff. I mean, it makes sense, you know. I feel like most people don't come out of college debt-free. And, yeah, and then uh, COVID happened. And um, Swarovski, for me, was like a seasonal job uh, for, like, I think it was from, like, a few months during the, the busy season for Christmas and everything. Um, 
And I also worked at Banana Republic, but that was short-lived because they were just terrible management. Um, and then, yeah, and then I just went back to working for the, just the Spring Point Inn or whatever at school. And, and then I left Pier 1 because COVID, COVID like drove it into the ground. It it totally bankrupt the business. I know. I feel like COVID did that to a bunch of the uh, stores in the mall, though. Yeah. So I quit my uh, paint job mm-hmm. during COVID. Then I took off like two, three, maybe four months of not doing anything because I was just like so scared of COVID. And so I was like, man, this is kind of boring. So then I finally got a full time job making like a shit ton of money. I was doing plumbing, and I was just making money hand over fist, and I was doing that for the summer, and then I was like, man, this is good, so I'm just going to keep doing this, so I did that for like two-ish years, maybe two and a half, or two and a half-ish, maybe, I don't know, all the timelines are so confusing, but yeah, so I did that, then, I don't know, I just hated going into work every day. This isn't for me right now, so I just, I quit. Then, guess what? I started traveling with my friends. And if you haven't, if you guys haven't listened to any of those episodes, go back and listen. We got the Iceland, we got the Scotland, we got the England ones, so make sure you listen to those. But anyways, yeah. So I quit plumbing. I took some time off to travel, hang out with friends, and then I... I was like, damn, I'm kind of running low on money. So I He's got... not. He's lying. He ain't running low on money. He's made of money. <laughs> no, no. I was like, damn. Okay, so I need to get my money back up. So I started working for this guy doing or helping him fix up his apartments. And then that during the winter months. Then after that, and currently I'm doing a carpentry, and I am really liking it. We're doing porches decks and today we just built picnic tables uh as volunteers for this kids yeah. camp and you're cool. really good at it like noah is like the definition of a craftsman like you give him a bunch of stuff and he will figure out how to make something really nice with it he's so good at it so what about like the plumbing job you had i know for a fact that working with them crazy ass plumber dudes you must have some crazy stories to tell yeah. us yeah um, it's been a while, but I guess, I don't know. Oh, okay, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you guys this one. This is the same dude. All right, so my first time on, a, like, a job site, it was kind of scary. I'm kind of, I'm the new guy. Everyone knows I'm a new guy. And this guy I got paired up with has been there for, like, 30, 40-plus years. And he's just going crazy. He's working. He's asking me to hand him up fittings and stuff. And it's, like, break time. And he's taking, he's chugging water. And then he's like, dude, smell this. I smell the water. And it's not water. It's vodka. He's just chugging straight up vodka while soldering the pipes and running around, getting fittings, going up there, doing his thing. He's just chugging vodka on the job site. I was like, what the fuck? Then the same dude, a couple months later, I was uh, working upstairs. And he comes up to me. He's like, Yo, dude. I'm like, what's up? He's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he's he has his hand in a fist, and he has, like, a little baggie of white stuff. And he's like, dude, you want some of this? 
I'm going to go take a wine in the bathroom. I got this for my old lady. She's going to be happy tonight. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm all set. And then he's like, all right, I'll be back. Cover it for me. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. So he goes to the bathroom, comes back, and he's like, like snorting or sniffing his hands or sniffing his nose and all that. He's like, dude, I just took the craziest hit in the bathroom in the porta potties. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You're snorting shit in the porta potties? You're that desperate? How does he not have a heart and attack? He's just going crazy. That's construction. Um, that's pretty. And oh, my favorite thing was on another site, my uh, the foreman told us to run the pipes at the specific height and we it was like a uh, an eight inch it was like a six inch copper water main that hooks up to the the city's water that distributes the water to the all the rooms in the building so it's like huge copper pipe so he tells us to run it we put all the hangers up we solder it in it's all hooked up then the sprinkler guys come and they're like what the fuck is that doing there? My pipe's got to go right in the center of that pipe. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Done Me and Crazy podcast. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget, you never know what you're going to get with the Done Me and Crazy podcast. Thank I'm not afraid to